Crown Refs Podcast is super excited to have special guest Al Batista on. Al is the NBA official's Eastern Regional Scout. So he's in charge of recruiting, scouting, and identifying officials for the NBA's grassroots program. I met Al a couple years ago. He's a super nice guy, one-of-a-kind individual, a total wealth of basketball knowledge, probably one of the smartest officiating minds on the planet. Um, so Al had reached out to me a month ago regarding the Crown Refs newsletter that I sent out once a month. Um, so we wound up connecting over that and prompted me to show up at the Magbo camp this past weekend and recorded a conversation that we had on the sidelines. So hope you guys get a lot of value out of it. This is especially important for the, the aspiring pro official. I know there's not a lot of information out on the internet regarding grassroots. You kind of have to find out through someone who's already on the inside. So to sit down with him and provide clarity for all officials that are aspiring to go that route. That's what we wanted to do. So please hit me back with any feedback that you had, any questions. Appreciate all of your support. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for having me here. I appreciate you reaching out over the Crown, Crown Refs newsletter. That was like a very f- flattering um, call to receive from you. Well, thank you, Paul. It's, it's always great to find students of the game out there. I just think that's just phenomenal. Appreciate that. So what do you got going on here today? Today um, I'm at the Magbo camp. is a, um, a camp for uh, high school referees up here in Purchase, New York. And I'm just scouting, and there's a lot of young talent up here Um and there's a lot of other officials that um, are working at their craft that are veterans. So are you looking, obviously, um, at these officials' potential WNBA in the future, possibly? Um, I'm looking at officials for the NBA, and, and then it's all together right now, NBA, WNBA, and um, the G League. But um, uh, candidates, what I'm looking for are grassroots candidates for our camp. Now, I know you're very, I see you a lot around the, in the East Coast. We bump into each other a lot at camps, and I know you fly around the country as well. But let's say, how would a, a referee in Kansas get noticed and, and be considered grassroots? What, would, what, what route or what phone calls would they have to make? The first thing they have to do is they have to go on nbaofficials.com and put a profile. Um, the second thing they would have to do is contact one of the scouts and send their schedule. Or, um, or, or if they find out a, a scout's at a camp like myself, it just come up, introduce himself, and, and then that's how the process gets going. They, I, they, they just, it's, it's like you're looking for a product. You just got to gotta go reach out and search it. Gotcha. And you got grassroots going on now in Dallas, right? Grassroots is going on right now in Dallas. Uh, shout out to the two referees on Crown Rest that are down there, Marvin Harris Jr. and Javid Trotman. Best of luck. Oh, so you were telling me last time we spoke, you have, you have some content, and I know you do an email newsletter, uh, which is great. Um, but didn't you have the drills for officials that you were yeah, mentioning? I have 23 drills for officials. Like, um, you know, like players have drills... Well, I have drills for officials. Like they can get like two or three can get together on a court, and they can work on their. Uh, there's a whole thing, a lot of things they can work on their footwork, uh, how to get angles, 
um, refereeing the defense, finding the demeanor of the defense. They can work on their clockwork, their signals, um, their whole uh, number of things. Um, if they can get maybe two players involved, um, that's even better. And, I, and it just adds on, adds on, adds on. So you have uh, drills like per se to work on your uh, charge call? Yeah, I have drills to work on your charge call, and you can do it. Um, um, it's more, I wouldn't say charge call, but uh, drills to referee the defense. You know, one drill is with playing cards, and you and, and the defender is holding the cards, and you you have to stay, um, you have to pick up the cards. The other one is the defender puts fingers out. There's another one where a pass is thrown, you have to get underneath the shooter. Uh, there's another one where it's a self-talk drill where you go legal, legal, and then when it's illegal, you go illegal and call the foul. So they're just little drills just just to um, create good habits. Another drill um, is uh, it's a drill um, a player gets in a triple threat position and you're going to referee the defense again. And you can do it two ways. You can go feet, pivot, defender. This is what I got from Mark Wunderlich. Um, and, and, or you go defender, feet, pivot. So you get in that habit of going feet, pivot, defender. Or you could do it the other way and go defender, feet, pivot. Gotcha. That's amazing. Um, let me ask you, what are some of the best camps to go to for a pro, uh, aspiring pro official? Well, I think any camp you go to, I don't think it's about the camp you go to. It's about, it's, just, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, the... Um, it's about the official just going out there and doing the things he or she can control. Effort and urgency, knowing the rules, having a good attitude, being coachable. Um, and because you never know who's around. Um, today, you know, I came in here and I noticed four or five referees and they, you know, they didn't know I was coming. And, and so it could be... It could be a high-profile camp. It could be your own association camp. But you've got to go there and make the most of it. The other thing that you should start to try to do is go to some camps that maybe are a little bit over your head um, that are training camps. Like, um, and that way you're only going to get better. And then the thing is you've got you to gotta just find out what your goals are. You, you know, there's two types of camps, in my opinion. There's tryout camps and there's developmental camps. And you just have to, um, you just have to plan what, what you're trying to do. I recently did a uh, three-part podcast series called Camp Season 1, 2, and 3, where I rolled out questions from the Crown Ref's audience, their best camp questions. I selected, like, the best 12, and I tried to write thoughtful answers and give them, um, you know, some camp information. So I know guys were telling me I was listening to it on the drive out to Pittsburgh. So, And if I may say, I could tell anyone out there, don't let anyone tell you you can't do this or you can't do that you got to say, hey, this is what I want to do, and then you got to make a plan. And then you have to have a plan B because, you know, officiating is a journey. You never know where it's going to take you. Hope you're enjoying the interview so far. Do me a favor. Stand up, stretch out, take a 60-second break, and listen to a word from our sponsor. Ever had to struggle with keeping your uniform tucked while you're on the court? 
Are you constantly retucking your shirt every time you run from trail to lead? Well, we have the perfect solution to keep you looking professional while you serve the game. Neat Tucks. Neat Tucks is the world's number one way to keep your jersey or shirt tucked. Neat Tucks were designed to fit comfortably. They're adjustable and they attach and detach with the click of a button. You can get them on fast and you can get them off even faster without having to undo the clips from your uniform or dress shirt. Neat Tucks are currently available in the flat buckle or the active style, which has a thick buckle. Neat Tucks is currently being worn by officials in the NBA, the WNBA, FIBA, and Division I. Ladies and gentlemen, it's short season, but more importantly, it's camp season. So it's time to look your absolute best as you're applying and auditioning for a job. Mike Ori, the creator and owner, is such a big supporter of Crown Refs that he's offering a 20% discount on all orders. Go to neattux.com and enter Crown Refs at checkout to receive 20% off your next order. Neat Tux and Crown Refs, serving the game. One of my beliefs as far as uh, deciding whether to go pro or college as an official, like I feel like if you're going to make it to the NBA, you pretty much have to go all in pro. However, moving up the officiating ladder doesn't really allow us to do that because we're coming through the high school system, we're coming through the college system in order to get to the pro one day. So what advice would you give to any official kind of struggling going back and forth one night college, the next night pro? Well, the, the first thing is you got to know the rule differences um, and, and the mechanic differences. And But you also have to remember basketball is basketball. The plays are going to be the same. They might might be at higher speeds. And, and, and that's what you, ha- you, you know you have to do. And if you do that, you'll be fine. But again, it's about the drills and the habits, like getting clocks is any basketball fishing any level. You know, feet pivot defenders, any, you know, referee, that's anything. And if you stay with the good habits, you'll be fine. I think uh, some of the feedback I hear from college officials that are aspiring for pro, the difficulties in the difference of the game is obviously off ball. Is very, is, there's a lot, of, lot more going on off ball. And screens are very difficult. I, I, and, um, you know, bl- the block charge play is a little different, I feel, in the pro. I, I see that they tend to kind of go block more maybe when it's close. So the, the rules are a little, a little different. different. Gotcha. But the thing, the, the, the big thing is, you know, uh, uh, again, is about, um, you know, effort and urgency, you know, in do you, whatever, I don't care what you work, any level, but can you run the game or does the game run you? That's the key. You know, you you have to know how to run the game. Like, you can see it in any sport and say, oh, boy, that official runs the game. And it could be at any level. Oh, you know, and that doesn't mean, like, you know, you just, you know, you you blow your whistle over. But, you know, you just know you're aware of things. You know what's going on. Um, um, I'll give you an example. Someone just committed their second foul, like, in the first five minutes of the game. Well, and you have a free throw situation. Well, you might take your time. Administering the free throw situation and look at that that team to say, hey, to give them a chance to substitute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's running the game. Yep. You know, that's an example. Or like, you know, you have an out of bounds play and you go, you see, it's at 15:40, but it went to 15:30. Excuse me, put 15:40 back on the clock. You know, that's running the game. Awesome. You know. Now I've heard about your incredible basketball IQ and your officiating knowledge across of all levels. So 
True or false? Do you know the NBA rulebook verbatim? No, I don't. Not far off, though, I'm sure. I, I, the, uh, I, I put it this way. Every day from 8 to 12, I go over four sets of rules because I feel it's my job as a scout. I go over the, uh, um, the high school NCAA men, NCAA women in, in pro rules. And I do that every day from eight to twelve. And I don't. Do, and I, sometimes I switch off. I'll do quizzes. Like say, sometimes I'll take the NBA rule book and say, okay, I'm going to make a high school quiz out of the NBA rule book, out of the NBA sure, casebook, sure. modifier. You know, right? Yeah, and go, okay, well that the number I come, well that doesn't apply to high school, you know, or that or there or here's something, and or I'll do little things like that just to create things. Yeah. That, I mean, it's a real service to the game for you to know that many rule, rule books because you're able to help that many different officials. Right, right. Uh, you know, and that's what I'm saying. So if I see uh, someone doing high school b- basketball, I can relate to it. And I say, okay, now here's what you need to do. Or they say, I want to do pro basketball. I say, okay, good. So now, I'll, okay, that's the high school rule. What's the pro rule? So when I go to when I used to go to when I was observing in the league, um, I, I would take a high school referee with me or a college. I said, "Well, what is that in men's basketball? What is that in women's basketball? What is that in high school?" And they go, "Oh, you know." So that's how you build up your rules knowledge. Now I've I've heard of in the IABO um, book and information they give you to start the class. They used to give us something that said high school versus college rule differences. Have you ever created something that says college versus NBA rule differences? No, I haven't. And, and I, I, I know there's a, um, there's a gentleman that is doing that in the Maryland area. I, I haven't explored it yet. You know, Not a bad idea, right? That's a great idea. You know, let's go back high school to college rules. There's, now there's so many differences. And from college... To, I mean, we're talking about the little endosynecrasies yes. as well. There is a lot of differences between all of them, you know. So, I mean, you can just go, like the block charge, there's a difference in the block charge, yeah. you know. I was taught in, in college, so, you know, 50-50 plays kind of lean more towards charge unless we had a 50-50 block down there, and I'm doing it for game management pers- um, reasons, you know, to uh, match the grays. But, yeah, I... I struggle with block charges in the NBA. I know that. I just it, normally say block. It, it, it's a little bit different because it's, you know, the, the, the rule's almost the same, but it's not. And then there's different parts of the floor, the LDB, you know, and outside the LDB. So there, there's a lot more to it, you know. But the, the big thing I could can say, you know, about pro officiating, if you really want to get involved in pro officiating, we're basically all officiating, you've got to become detail-oriented. If you become detail-oriented, you'll do well at this. I recently just kind of found out what grassroots and mid-level and elite were, but I know there's a lot of officials that don't know. Could you just touch on that a little bit, What your format? Yeah, there are three camps. Um, uh, you're invited to grassroots. How many get invited this year? There's uh, 18, um, there's 98 that get invited, 49 um, uh, women and 49 men. And then from there... 49 women, 49 men, or 49 officials doing the men's route? and 49 doing the men's route and 49 doing uh, the women's route. And then from there, um, 
what will end up happening after those camps, there'll be there's three classifications: uh, no prospect, um, you move on to mid level, or you're a monitor. Monitor means that you're coming. There's a great chance of you're coming back to another camp for next year. Okay. Um, after mid-level, uh, same thing will happen. No prospect, monitor, or you're going to move to elite. Once you get to elite, um, uh, after the first time you go to elite, most of the time you'll be hi- if you, you if you make it through there, you're hired to the G League, or you'll be considered a monitor coming back to elite the next year. There's also the national tryout where where um, officials yes, that's um, on Philly Rep, right? to go to the national tryout, and that's another avenue to go to grassroots. And and it's a um, it's a uh, it's a, to me it's a it's a it's a it's a valuable avenue as well because you're going to referee players that are um, G League uh, um, recruit G League recruits drafts picks or or players aspiring to get to the G League. Yeah, that's where the confusion came for me because when I was looking at camps a couple years ago on Philly Ref, that it said G League tryout. So then to hear grassroots, you know, I just want to provide clarity because I know there's a lot of aspiring grassroots, pro. Um, your pick to go to dra- grassroots, um, the tryout, um, 32 officials that are on NBAofficials.com are picked to go. And, and so on. It's a real exciting time for those officials. I'm sure they've dreamed dreamed about getting just to this this point. So I'm sure they feel pretty special. The main thing they have to do is just go out and referee games and work those games hard. And and you know, you got to go out and referee those games hard. All right, here's another question: What's the lowest level referee, meaning college? you would take into the G League? Like, I've seen D3 guys go. I've seen D2 guys go. Obviously, D1. Have you taken, like, a JUCO or a... Sure. Wow. Sure. Junior college, high school. Straight from high school to the G League? Straight from high school to G League. Who was that? Can you mention? Um, I can't remember. That's impressive. But a lot of officials... I mean, you got to remember, officiating is a journey, so everyone who gets there um, is going to come in a different journey. I've seen officials in men's recreation ball. That's where I first saw them. And, you know, CYO bass, that's where I first saw them. That's what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. After this. Right. You never know. You never know. Like I say, you never know who's watching in that game. Every game's important because, you know, you're playing for standings or a trophy or something. How many times do you have to see an official work before you feel comfortable enough to recommend them to go to grassroots? Me personally, I I, I got to see them at least uh, three times, sometimes four, um, and and that's just a personal thing, you know. I like to get to know them, um, uh, not so much what they do sometimes on the court, but are they a student of the game? Are they coachable? They have a good attitude. Um, do they research? You know, you know, like you and I, Paul, we're students of the game. We, we go research. We don't know everything. We learn something every day. Will they do that? You know, because to me, if you don't do that, you're going to have a tough... Uh, um, with this journey, it's gonna, this craft's going to be very tough. Listen, a high-character char- high person trans- transform, uh, transfers across all industries, right? Yeah. So you want to take good people... 
people that are respectful, nice, have a good reputation, and are going to study the game, like you said. So how long are you in town for? Um, I'm going to New Jersey tomorrow. You got another camp? Yes. <laughs> Who's camp? Uh, Mike Schmitz. Mike Schmitz. Shout out to Mike Schmitz camp. American East and Division Three basketball. Not the former Phillies third baseman. No, not the former. <laughs> um, do you have any questions for me? No, I'm just saying, Paul, what you're doing is phenomenal. I think basketball needs more of this. Basketball officiating needs more of this. Where where we where where we need more students of the game, and it's it's not about hey, I got to be Division One or I got to be. It's, I mean, all these games are important, mm-hmm. and I think what you're doing, my hats off to you. Um, it, it, it's just great stuff, and thank you. <laughs> that means a lot, Al. You know, I, I appreciate anybody that um, finds the page useful and helpful, whether it's a CYO ref. All I needed was one. All I needed was to influence one, right? Yeah. And I'm happy. So to go up the ladder and, and hear high school guys promote it, right? And to hear junior college, D3, D2, I have Division One guys promoting it, G League. Um, and you, on the other side, the Observer, yeah. Regional. And what's your title? I'm the Eastern Regional Scout. Okay. Yeah. And there's two? Uh, there's four of us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well, and, 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 the, and, and the, can I talk, the head talk of the scouting long. department is J.B. Caldwell. Um, uh, I have the East Coast. Diana DePaul has the Midwest. And Samson Brew um, has the West Coast. And they all do a phenomenal job. That's great. I also want uh, Crown Refs to kind of be a... a um, a place where talent is, you know, where I can come and tell you, Al, I saw this this guy work, you know, give him a look or think about him. You know, it, I appreciate the fact that I, I can come tell you that. And that's, and I'm very open-minded, you know, you know, um, to be honest with you, I, I don't really look at resumes. I, I go and look games. I, I want to know about the person and what type of, what type of, what they're made of. So, um, and so on. Great stuff. Well, I unless you have anything else, I'm sure we could sit here for five yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate just spending a couple minutes with you. And yeah. you, you agreeing, obviously, for me to put you out there um, as part of the Crown Rest podcast. You know, you're going to be one of the first NBA names as I try to grow this this brand. You know, you're it's a it's just great having you. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Thanks a lot, Al. Yeah. All right. Take care. Yeah. Hey, Paul, um, Al Batista, I hope all's well. Hey, listen, uh, I thought the podcast went really well. just want to commend you on that. And a lot of um, officials um, uh, stopped me and um, said they heard it. I want to thank you for that. If you get a chance today, give me a ring. Take care.